this Thursday, August 17th, MLB Picks show on the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Wins Total Contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, August 16th, currently 5.05 on the East Coast. Here to get into the six-game schedule on Thursday in the MLB. And joining me here to help me break it down, you guys know him as the voice of the NFL Gambling Podcast. And, of course, here on the MLB Gambling Podcast is my main man, Dylan Rockford. D-Rock, how are you feeling this uh, Wednesday afternoon, my man? I'm doing all right, Moonoff. Good to be with you. I feel like I haven't been on the pod in a while. I usually do the Sunday episode with Mal, but finally actually saw the Mets win a good game. They actually had a little heart. They fought back. They they finally got a win. Uh, they won yes uh, today as well. It had some baseball. Uh, Rays doing well. I know um, McClanahan is out for the season. That's a tough blow for them, yeah. but uh, they're taking care of business right now. But uh, yeah, I love to have some day baseball, and I know we have more tomorrow as well. Yeah, day baseball uh, today uh, to get us through the week, or sorry, through the uh, the working day at least. A um, couple mm-hmm. games this afternoon, and again, like Wednesdays and Thursdays, we usually know that we have the day baseball yeah. um, to kind of get us through the work day. But um, yeah, like you mentioned, um, Mets come back yesterday, get the get the victory. You went on Sunday night, and they got the victory there as well. And I think they came from behind in that game as well, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They started off three nothing, and I'm like, "Oh, I might leave by the fifth inning." So, but now they finally came back, and everyone's talking about uh, Mets making a run at the playoffs. I, uh, they're eight games out of the wild card. I, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I, I feel like if they were maybe within like five games, yeah. I would give them a, a chance, maybe. But um, yeah, who knows? I mean, crazier yeah. things have happened uh, in the uh, in the MLB. But uh, six games on the schedule for Thursday. Uh, you mentioned the Shane McClanahan news. I know we have a shorter slate tomorrow, so we can you know spend a little bit of time on that. But man. It just feels like these Tampa Bay Rays pitchers, they just have the worst luck when it comes to injuries, especially with Tommy John surgeries, because um, there was a tweet that I saw that listed the number of pitchers that have uh, had TJ surgery or some significant type of injuries that have been with the Tampa Bay Rays. And McClanahan more than likely going to miss the entire uh, season next year as well. I mean, he was having a Cy Young caliber year yeah. for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, but it just sucks to see that the potential of that starting rotation would have could have been with the Tyler Glass now and the Shane McClanahan had the top two um, at your as probably your one and two guys for sure uh, in that rotation. Just isn't going to come into fruition until maybe the 2025 season. But man, just another crushing blow for the Tampa Bay Rays. D Rock. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, like you said, he was having a fantastic season, and then to go, he went on the IL originally. They said there was some discomfort, but then they come back. He needs Tommy John, so he's probably gonna, you know, ha- be out the next season as well. But yeah. you know, he was at he had like a three forty three RA two seasons ago, and it just always seems that this race team always gets the injury bug, you know, coming yeah. down the stretch and. 
thankfully they did add uh i mean i don't know how you can't really replace him with aaron savali no disrespect no. to aaron savali but he's a cy young uh guy shane mcclanahan so you know hopefully a, a buddy of mine back in high school had tommy john so he did come back a year and a half later throwing harder and he knock on wood he hasn't been in uh hasn't been injured since so hopefully he can come back uh healthy and stronger than ever but yeah big blow for the rays yeah, I know the guys are mentioning the Mets also won again today uh, uh, against – well, they're playing the Pirates, right, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, it's the Pirates. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, you, you get your wins where you can, um, yeah. you know, for any team – or for any team for that matter. But, um, yeah, like uh, we mentioned, six games on the Thursday schedule. Before we dive into the games, let me tell everyone uh, about the Game Time app. Look, we're getting to that point of the year where football season is right around the corner. I think we're just a couple weeks away from the college football season and we're a few more weeks or maybe about three weeks away from the NFL season. Uh, MLB playoffs are going to be starting and you're probably going to want to get out there and support your your team, You know whether that's going to be for college or at the professional level. And you need to uh, buy some tickets. Game time has you covered. Uh, their app is just so easy to use it's fast way for you to buy tickets for all sporting events like i mentioned but they're also again if you have concerts going on in your area any comedy shows that are going on uh and even theater tickets that are near you um they have killer deals on last minute deals and their best price is our guaranteed you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're going to have attending those events you know some of the great things i do like about their app again it's easy to use the best thing I like is that when you get on the app and you select a specific ticket, uh, you can see the actual image of where your seat is going to be in that venue. I think that's really cool because, again, some of these venues have those you know obstructions in the way of, of you having a good view. But um, they do a great job of giving you that view of the uh, of the actual venue and where you're going to be sitting, whether it's the stadium, whether it's theater, like I mentioned. Uh, you can also get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedies, and theaters. And the Game Time app, they're so confident that they have the best price that if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time is going to credit you up to 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are. Um, buy tickets in a matter of seconds with two tabs. You're all set to go. And the best part is also is, is that the tickets are sent directly to your phone. You don't have to dig through email. You don't have to wait for them in the mail. And again, with game time, you don't have to plan out your events months in advance and figure out if you're going to be available on that date. Like I mentioned, they have great deals up to the last second, uh, wherever uh, event that you want to attend. So do yourself a favor, snag the tickets without stress with game time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code SGPN for $20 off of your first purchase. Again, terms apply. Again, create an account on Game Time app, redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download the app. Last minute tickets, lowest prices are guaranteed. Moonoff, I, I didn't have an account. I created one over the weekend, used the code, and now I'm going week one Monday Night Football Jets Bills. There you go. That's how yep. easy it is. And how long did that take you, D Rock? Yeah, like 10, 15 seconds. It's lit like you said, it's literally just two tabs and it's in the app. Like, I mean, I know we're sponsored by, but the app is really easy to use and not like Ticketmaster or StubHub. You really get to see where you're going to sit. The view is good as well. So yeah, very easy to use as well. I did it. 
Yeah, 100 percent. I want to get out to um, at least some of the Rockets games next season and then uh, maybe some Astros playoffs as well. So I'm definitely going to mm. get on the game time app for sure. Um, Thursday, D-Rock, we have six games. Uh, one game we'll just mention at the top is actually the first game on the board. It is the uh, Mariners and the Royals, I believe. And we don't have a picture for the Royals uh, as of yet. I think more than likely D-Rock mentioned that it will probably be a bullpen day. Uh, for the Royals, but no official pitcher yet. Uh, we do have George Kirby that is going to be on the mound for the Mariners. And again, this is the early afternoon start uh, for this game. Uh, with no lines, I didn't have much to mention, but did you have anything for this game? Do you want to uh, throw out there? No, like I said, yeah, it should be a bullpen game. I was seeing uh, a, like a set starter, Angel Zerpa, maybe going for the Royals. He has had four starts, uh, but... You know, I, I do expect the the um, Mariners to open up at pretty big favorite here, if that is the case, if Angel does get it. And I know uh, George Kirby really isn't a guy you kind of want to back on the road, but he's actually had uh, like about five decent starts. Besides that one against the Twins on the road, yeah. he hasn't allowed more than one run in about five, six starts. So he's doing he's playing uh, really well, and so are the Mariners. So they're playing good baseball, and I think they should open up a big favorite here yet, but no lines as of yet. Yeah, they've won, I think, 14 out of the last 20 games. And uh, again, they're making a, a push for a wild card spot uh, in the American League. Uh, we'll go over to games that do have lines. Uh, the first game that is going to be, let's go over to the nation's capital. We got the Boston Red Sox. They are uh, in the nation's capital to take on the Nationals. Chris Sell is going to get his second start after returning from injury for the Boston Red Sox. And Left-handed pitcher Patrick Corbin, a battle of lefties here uh, in this matchup between the Red Sox and the Nationals. Currently seeing the Red Sox are an overwhelming minus 192 road favorite here, plus 160 on the money line for the Washington Nationals. Total set at 9.5 with a little bit of juice towards the under at minus 118. Uh, run line minus 1.5, minus 124, the Red Sox, and uh, plus 1.5 even money for the Nationals. Uh, D-Rock, what did you have for this game between the Sox and the Nationals? Yeah, it was a tough game to find some value in. You know, I really didn't want to lay over $2 with the Red Sox on the road. And to be honest, I did want to take a shot with the Nationals with Patrick Corbin, maybe as like a big home puppy, but I just couldn't get to the window with them either. I haven't liked what I've seen from Corbin recently, his last few starts. While Chris Sale, I know he's only had one start. Uh, he did look pretty good against the Tigers. His hard hit rate was around 35%. He got a lot of ground balls in that game. So you got to imagine he's only going to go four or five innings in this start, which is kind of how I landed on Red Sox first five minus a half. Uh, might be a little juicier, but it'd definitely be better than laying over $2 on the money line straight up. So, uh, you know, the Red Sox, they have the better lineup. They're hitting two six off of lefties as well so i think they can get to corbin and i just think this is a bad spot for corbin in the national so i think the red Sox could jump on him early that's why no lines yet for the first five unless you see something but yeah i'd rather back the red Sox first five in this one yeah i don't see lines either and i did have a first five play in this matchup as well i was gonna take the first five over in this game um shockingly the chris Hill has actually made 12 starts this season for the uh red Sox um this season the Red Sox are nine and three straight up in those games, seven, four, and one towards the over. Uh, overall, eight and four is the uh, record towards the first five over in Chris Sale starts, and it's a perfect six and zero oh to the over uh, in his road starts this season with an average of about seven runs. And I think Chris Sale will give up a few here. Um, I know the the Nationals have been doing uh, pretty well, I would say, against left-handed pitching. 
Um, and like you mentioned, Patrick Corbin, um, I like I don't like what I've seen from him either as of late. There was a stretch where he was doing pretty well for the Nationals, but at least over the last uh, five games, he has a record of just one and let's see here, one and one with a four point seven one ERA. He struggles at uh, Nationals Park this season, three and seven in twelve starts with a four point seven eight ERA. Did have a good start against the Phillies in his last start, uh, but prior to that, he had allowed at least three earned runs in all four of those starts uh, prior to the Philly start. Um, and the Nationals have lost three of his last five starts as well. So I think we'll see runs early on in this game. Uh, so I'll take the first five. With a total of nine and a half, I'm pretty sure it's, it's going to be a five. Uh, I'm still comfortable to take that over five in the first five innings between these two squads. Uh, all right, let's go over to the next game on the board. It's going to be a 7-15 uh, Eastern start. We got the New York Mets who are on a winning streak. Taking on uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. Jose Quintana gets a start here for the New York Mets. And Adam Wainwright is on the mound here for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Mets are a minus 120 road favorite right now. Uh, even money on the money line for the St. Louis Cardinals. Total is set at 10 with Vic Torrezzi over at minus 115. Run line minus 1.5 plus 136 for the Mets. And plus 1.5 minus 162 here for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, D-Rock, does your team make it three games in a row? Uh, they should. They should be Adam Wainwright, especially at home. But, you know, I don't trust either of these pitchers. I know Quintana had a decent start until he got blown up against the Braves in his last start. But don't want to back aside. Instead, I'll go with the total. I like the over 10. I know it's high, but my total came out to 10.5. The Mets have lost literally every start Quintana has made since getting uh called up from injury. And, yeah. you know, he just gives up a lot of hard contact on the road than at home. At home, he pitches a little better while Wainwright, He's just been atrocious at, at home on the road this whole season. At home, one in five with a 926 ERA. Batters are almost hitting 400 off of him, 389 on this season. Five of his last six starts have gone over this total. And Wainwright, in his last seven starts, he's allowed four or more runs in six of his last seven starts. So whenever he's on the mound, we're, we're in for a shootout. So uh, we also have 10 mile an hour winds blowing out into center field. So that should help us as well. This game screams over. So I, I see a lot of runs here. So Mets are scoring a little bit of runs recently since Sunday. So I think it can continue. And I also think the Cardinals can have a few runs as well off of Quintana. So, yeah, I'm going over here. Yeah, I mean, Wainwright, like you mentioned, last five starts, 0-4, 12.27 ERA. His last start against the Royals, he only lasted one inning. He allowed eight earned runs to the Royals uh, in Kansas City in his last start. And prior to that, he allowed seven earned runs to the Colorado Rockies at home. And Quintana, I mean, the numbers on, if you're just looking at it without pulling the curtain back and looking at the hard rate and the, the deeper analytics, um, he hasn't, it, it seems like he hasn't been too bad, but like you mentioned, the hard hit uh, rate has been there for Quintana and he also hasn't gotten the run support either, right? Uh, four of his last five starts, the Mets have scored two runs or less back-to-back -back starts by, um, Quintana. He hasn't gotten any run support. The Braves won six, nothing and Baltimore Orioles won two to nothing. Uh, did get some run support against the Royals, um, in that start, but he has still lost seven to six. And prior to that, uh, against the Yankees, one run support and then two uh, against the White Sox um, in that start. So I agree with you again. Anytime I see Wayne Wright on the mound, I think that the at least the Mets should be able to tee off on him. Um, and I think that the Cardinals should be able to score some runs off of Quinton as well. 
double checking here how the Cardinals have done against left-handed pitching over the last two weeks, and I'm seeing they are. Let's see here. here. So team batting average against left-handed pitching, the St. Louis Cardinals are number seven. Uh, slugging percentage, uh, they have OPS, they are number nine, and WRC Plus, they are number nine. So they're pretty much top 10 in a lot of those uh, categories against left-handed pitching. So I agree about, uh, with you on the over. I'll lean with the Mets here as well. I think they continue uh, their three-game uh, – or sorry, they'll push a winning streak here. So I'll, I'll lean with the Mets on the money line and also do like the over with you on the uh, number here of 10 currently. Uh, all right, before we get over to the next game on the board, let me tell everyone about the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon page. Uh, look, over at Sports Gambling Podcast Network, all everything that we do is free. All of our pods, all of our picks that we give out, it's absolutely free. And a lot of times, you know, we get the DMs. How can we support the network? Can we send you guys a tip or whatever the case might be? Uh, do us a favor. Join the Sports Gambling Podcast Patreon page. And if you sign up for the Patreon, you get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL Win Totals Contest with a $1,000 first place prize. Besides season-long contests, they also have weekly contests just for the patrons, plus a monthly SGP Stories podcast completely ad-free and full of behind-the-scenes stories from SGPN. There's even a Discord channel just for patrons. Only you can prevent uh, corporate gambling. So do your part. Sign up today. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Again, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. All right, D-Rock, let's get over to the uh, excuse me, next game on the schedule. We have a 7-15 start as well, a battle of two AL Central teams here, the Detroit Tigers. They are headed to Cleveland to take on the Guardians. I'm seeing the Tigers uh, are going to be starting Tarek Skubal. And uh, Xavion Curry is getting the start here for the Cleveland Guardians. Tigers are a minus 118 road favorite here, minus 102 on the money line for the Cleveland Guardians. Total set at eight and a half with juice towards the over. Run line minus one and a half, plus 145 for the Tigers, and plus one and a half, minus 175 here for the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, I'll start this one off here. And Clark Scooble, since he has returned for the uh, Detroit Tigers. Two and two with a 4.18 ERA. Now, the difference here is a home and road splits for uh, Tarek Skubal. Uh, at home, uh, he is, uh, let's see here, two and oh in four starts with a 0.00 ERA. 18 and one thirds innings pitched at home, zero earned ones. Now, this start is going to be on the road in Cleveland, on the road this season in three starts, 0 and two with a 9.64 ERA. He's allowed 15 earned runs in 14 innings pitched. His last start, was against the Boston Red Sox. He went five and a third inning there, allowed four earned runs off of seven hits, uh, did walk two batters in that game, and the Tigers did take a five to two loss uh, against the um, the Red Sox there. Like I mentioned, uh, Xavier Curry is going to be on the mound here for the uh, Cleveland Guardians, who hasn't been, t- I, guess, I don't think he's been too bad. I know he's been coming out of the bullpen for them, but he did make uh, back-to-back starts here for the uh, Cleveland Guardians. Uh, the first start was against the Chicago White Sox. He had a pretty decent start. Five innings pitch, allowed only two earned runs off of four hits. His last start was, um, was worse, where he did a go up against the Rays in Tampa Bay, allowed five earned runs and five innings pitched. Uh, on the season, he has a 3.39 ERA. Um, I'm not a believer in what Tarek Skubal's been doing, especially on the road here. 
Um, I, I know that this Cleveland Guardians team has been hurt by injuries and suspensions and things like that that have been happening. But look, the Twins took another loss today here on Thursday afternoon. Um, sorry, Wednesday afternoon. And I think this is an opportunity that if the, the Guardians think they can climb into the standings here and maybe catch them for the division and possibly a, a playoff spot, they're only four games out right now mm-hmm. uh, behind the uh, behind the Twins. So I, I think I do have the better pitcher here in uh, Curry on the mound. Uh, I'm not a believer in what Tark School has been able was has been doing on the road at least. And like I mentioned, the numbers that he's been perfect at home, but he's been atrocious on the road. At a minus one hundred two price here, I think I'm going to take the Cleveland Guardians on the money line here. D Rock, yeah, I kind of like two plays in this game as well. I like the under eight and a half, and I agree. I like the Guardians on the money line. I made my total seven point three, and I made the Guardians a minus one twenty favorite. One of the main reasons I do like the Guardians is just what you laid out, just how bad Scooble has been on the road this season. Targets have lost all three starts he's made on the road. He's given up four four and seven runs in each of those starts. While I agree, Xavier Curry, he hasn't been all that bad. He's actually been decent at home. He's finally starting to pitch her longer and games going a little deeper than what they expected. And I know he didn't have his best start against the Rays, but that was on the road where the Rays are really good at home. At home against the White Sox, his hard hit rate was in the low 20s. He got a lot of ground balls. He just didn't get the run support. So against Scooble, who we both are going to fade on the road, I think the Guardians are actually going to be able to get to him. You know, they have averaged five points eight runs per game in their last five and i actually like that they lost today because now i think it's a better bounce back spot for them they have the better pitcher i think they have the better offense at home i just have to take the better team i'm not going to overthink this one so i lean under but i do like guardians on the money line as well yeah tvdbj pointing out that the guardians are struggling against left-handed pitching that does make me nervous as well but um, you know, sometimes it seems like Scooble is just serving up easy uh, baseballs for some of these hitters to hit. Yeah. So at least and I was watching that Red Sox game in the last game that he did pitch it, it. You know, he was giving up some easy hits in those games. So I know they haven't been doing very well season long wise, especially over the last two weeks against left handed pitching. But again, if they can get, you know, a couple runs off of him, I think the pitching sure for the Guardians should be able to hold them down. I could see this as a three, one, four, two type of victory here for the mm-hmm. Guardians uh, in this game. Uh, two games left on the board here. Pretty good ones here. We got the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, against the San Diego Padres. Zach Gallon day uh, for the Diamondbacks on the road here. And uh, Rich Hill takes a mound here for the San Diego Padres. Uh, the Diamondbacks are a minus 112 road favorite here. Minus 108 on the money line for the Padres. Total set at eight and a half. Uh, run line minus one and a half plus 160 for the Diamondbacks and plus one and a half minus 192 for the San Diego Padres. Uh, D-Rock, what do you got for this game? Yeah, I'm going to take a shot and try to back the snakes here on the road. Minus 112. My numbers made the D-backs a minus 115 favorite. So I know Zach Allen hasn't been the best on the road this season, but he hasn't allowed more than four runs on the road since late June. So he does have some familiarity as well with the, against this Padre team. I know it was a while ago, but he did face this team back in early April. He gave up four runs on seven hits, but his hard hit rate in that game was at 27. So I think he can have success against this Padres lineup who they've been struggling a little bit. Not, not like and Rich Hill, he couldn't even get pa- past the fourth inning in his last start, which happened to be against this Diamondback team. He's actually lost to Arizona twice this season. So 
Rich Hill, he's a fade right now. And for, for as everyone's talking about the D-back struggling, Padres are just struggling just as much as they are. So I, I think they have the better pitcher in this spot. Rich Hill, like I said, he's a fade right now. Uh, I think this is a short price, and I, I just trust Zach Allen a little more than I do Rich Hill right now. So going to cross my fingers and back Rich Hill on the road here. Yeah, this was a tough one for me to handicap. I know it's Zach Gallon, like you mentioned, it's the home and road splits. Um, you know, like we just talked about with Tarek Skubal, the same thing with Zach Gallon. Zach Gallon obviously is in that Cy Young race. I believe he still is the odds on favor in the National League, but 12 home starts, 10 and 1 with a 1.82 ERA, 13 road starts, 2 and 4 with a 4.72 ERA. But exactly what you mentioned about Zach Gallon that against the Padres this season. Um, he's actually been really good. He's had three starts, two came in April. Um, I know the two wins that he did get were at home uh, for Zach Gallon, where he went with 13 innings pitched combined and only allowed six hits and zero earned runs in that span. So I guess there's something about Chase Field in Arizona that Zach Gallon loves to pitch in, um, but I also can't back Rich Hill here. Like you mentioned, his last start was against this uh, Diamondbacks team. And he didn't fare very well. And over his last five games, going back to even his uh, time with Pittsburgh, 0-3 with a 7.17 ERA, uh, 17 earned runs. He's allowed in 21 and one-thirds inning pitched. Um, he hasn't made it past the fifth. He's made it past the fifth inning in just one start over his last five games, which was against the Guardians. But he did allow still four earned runs in that game. But the offense was able to carry uh, the Pirates to a victory. Two starts with the Padres this season. Uh, six and third inning, nine earned runs, 11 hits allowed. So I'm going to lean towards the over in this game. I think Gallon again, the road struggles may still be there. And I just, I don't trust Rich Hill either. Um, if you had to beg me pick a side, I would still go with Zach Gallon uh, at the minus 112 price. But I do like the over eight and a half in this game uh, between these two squads. I, I think that uh, the, the Diamondbacks will certainly be able to get to the Padres. And I think the Padres uh, should be able to get a few off of uh, Zach Gallon. Again, that bullpen comes in for the Diamondbacks, which has not been very good uh, this no. season, especially post-All-Star break. Um, I think that, you know, that could push this uh, total over the number of eight and a half currently. Uh, last game on the board, 10-10 Eastern Star. We got the Milwaukee Brewers. They are headed to Dodger Stadium to take on the L.A. Dodgers. Corbin Byrne gets to start here for the Milwaukee Brewers, and Lance Lynn is on the mound here for the L.A. Dodgers. Uh, I am seeing the uh, Brewers are a plus-120 road underdog, minus-142 on the money line for the Dodgers. Total set at 8.5 with a little bit of big towards the under at minus-112. Run line is plus one and a half, minus 155 for the Brewers. And for the Dodgers, minus one and a half, plus 130 uh, on the run line. Uh, Lance Lynn has been pretty solid for this Dodgers team since the trade over from the White Sox. Um, thus far in his two starts with the Dodgers, um, he is, let's see here, 11 innings combined. He's only allowed one earned run and eight hits. That was against the Padres, and that was against the Rockies. I'm sorry, he's made three starts with the uh, Dodgers. Uh, total of 18 innings combined, four earned runs he's allowed, and he's given up 13 hits in that span. The strikeouts have been uh, there for him as well. He's had at least six strikeouts and three straight starts, and at least seven strikeouts in two of the last three starts. He had nine against the Colorado Rockies in his last start, which he had a, a phenomenal game in. Um, Corbin Burns, we know we, we had been talking about him as one of the guys for maybe a dark horse Cy Young um, on the season, nine and six with a 3.60 ERA. His last five games, one and one with a 3.13 ERA. 
Um, he had a rough outing against the White Sox where he did allow five earned runs in five and two-thirds inning. Luckily for them, uh, or for Corbin Burns, the uh, offense was able to carry the Brewers in that game where they did score seven runs. I think that was, I want to say that was an extra innings win or it was a, uh, no, that, that was in the game, but um, that was a home game they had played prior to, I think it was against the Pirates, but um, yeah, that was 10 innings though. You're right. Okay. Um, I know Corbin Burns has struggled historically against the Dodgers and I'm pulling those numbers up right now. Um, two and two in his career with an 8.50 ERA. He did face the Dodgers twice last season, allowed three earned runs in each of those starts. Uh, he went nine innings and allowed a total of seven earned runs. Uh, he did win one game in August and then that next start in a back-to-back start was uh, again, against the Dodgers in LA, where he allowed four earned runs in just three and two thirds innings pitched. The Dodgers won that game ten to one. Um, I'm going to trust the Dodgers and Lance Lynn here. I don't think I would. I was going to say that ever this season about trusting Lance Lynn, but I think it's just think the change of scenery from the South Side and going to LA to a winning organization has probably changed his mindset. And just having you know a change of scenery being with a, a winning ball club. Um, minus one forty two on the price here. I like that money line. I would also look at the Dodgers team total in this game here as well. Again, like I mentioned, historically, Corbin Burns has struggled against uh, the Dodgers in his career. And looking at his road numbers here quickly uh, on the road this season, Corbin Burns. Let me see here. Um, I'll see if I can pull that up. But D-Rock, what do you have for this game? Yeah, for the total, the team total for the Dodgers is at a four at minus one thirty. So okay. I do, I, I do like that. I thought it was going to open up a little more than that, but yeah. I'm going to be on the opposite side. Give me the dog. Uh, I got a plus one twenty four for the Brewers. I I agree. I think he is pitching better, but I only made him a minus one fifteen favorite. I, I think getting the Brewers even at a plus one twenty, it just has a lot of value in my eyes. I, I know the Dodgers, they're red hot right now. Nine nine of their last ten they've won. They're a wagon at home, but I feel like Burns has been solid on the road. It, it, Brewers have won five of his last six games on the road. And Lan- you mentioned it. Lance Lynn has been good since coming to L.A., you know, change of scenery. It was it was awful, even last year with yeah. La Russa and everything in the south side. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, he hasn't faced the toughest competition. The Brewers are much better than the A's, the Rockies, and the other team that he versed. So it's going to be a little tougher competition tomorrow. I, I think they will be able to get to Lance Lynn. And at plus 124, plus 120, whatever you get, I, I do think Brewers are worth a shot here. So if, if he goes out there and lights them up and shuts them down, then then I might turn around my my uh, my stance on Lance Lynn. But I got to see it against better competition. So I'm going to take the dog. I'm going to take the better pitcher in Corbin Burns. I think he has a solid outing. So I'm going to take the Brewers here as my dog. All right. Uh, that is the last game on the Thursday schedule. So six games on the board. Uh, for the Thursday schedule, we'll have a full slate of games starting or new series uh, starting and full schedule starting on Friday. But um, one order of business left here before we end the show. That is going to be our lock in dog for the Thursday games. Uh, D-Rock, you want to lead us off? Yeah. So like I said, my dog's going to be the Brewers. It was the only plus money I would was able to find uh, on tomorrow's slate. I just think Corbin Burns against Lance Lynn. Like, when did we ever think Corbin Burns was going to be an <laughs> uh, underdog here? So yeah. going to back the better pitcher here. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if the Dodgers, their offense just keeps it rolling here. So I'm going to take the, the Brewers here. Um, and then as my lock, 
I just don't understand the line. I'm going to back the Guardians here in a nice bounce back spot with Xavier and Curry on the mound. I just don't trust Scooble on the road. Like we mentioned, the Tigers have lost all three starts he's made on the road. He's given up four more runs in all three of those starts. While Xavier and Curry has actually been decent on the home. So I, I think in a nice bounce back spot here, they have the better pitcher. I think they do have the better lineup as well. I'm going to back the better team. I'm going to take the Guardians in the short underdog price as my lock. All right. Uh, for my lock, um, let me see here. I had two options. I like, I like two plays in the same game. But I'll go with the – let me hold on. Let me double-check something here. Um all right, I'm gonna. I'll go with the Red Sox on the run line minus one and a half, minus one twenty um, against the Nationals. Um, Chris Sale has looked pretty good coming back from injury, at least in the two starts that he's made. Uh, sorry, the one start that he did make it was against the Tigers. I know five to two that he got the victory there. Um, I don't think that he's gonna go very many innings here at um, at Nationals Park. I think he'll probably end up going, what, four to five innings. Um, I do trust the bullpen here for the Red Sox, but I think this is more of a fate of uh, Patrick Corbin for me because, again, like I mentioned, number one, at home, he hasn't been very good for the Nationals. And, again, over his last five games, uh, he hasn't been very good either. Uh, despite having a one in one record, he still has that 4.71 ERA in at home in 12 starts. The Nationals have only won three of those games Um when he is on the mound, I know the uh, Red Sox are kind of middle of the pack or a little bit below league average against left-handed pitching, but let's not forget the Red Sox are quietly still in that uh, race in the American league for the wild card spot. I think they're three games out uh, for that third uh, spot in the wild card um, in the, in the wild card standing. So uh, when you have an opportunity to go up against some of the poorer teams in the MLB, especially like the national, I think you got to take advantage of that. I do think that Chris Sale should go along fairly well here. I think that he should be able to strike out some of these guys uh, on the national. So I'll go with the Red Sox minus one and a half, uh, minus 120 on the run line for my dog. Give me the Mets minus one and a half, plus 120, sorry, plus 136 with Jose Quintana. Look, it's Adam Wainwright. I mean, do I need to say any more? I know we mentioned, we talked about. Jose Quintana has been getting hit a little bit as well, but I think this just might just be a game where the Mets are going to absolutely just tee off. I mean, with the potential that they do have that lineup. And I, I know D rock can attest this as well, that the bats somewhat have woken up for the New York Mets. And again, they won that game in come from behind fashion against the uh, Atlanta Braves. They've won two games in a row. And then maybe again, it has been against the pirates, but winning changes the mood in the locker room. And I think that is something that the Mets do need. So I'm going to take the Mets here. I'll roll the dice here a little bit. Minus one and a half plus 136 on the run line. I mean, with six games on the schedule and one game being off the board, it's it's a little, it gets really tricky to pick some uh, lock and yeah. locks and dogs here, D-Rock. But uh, we're doing our best to get some uh, picks out here, my man. Anything else we need to mention? Uh, no, uh, I, I mean, good luck. <laughs> That's all I can say <laughs> on, the, on the mental one. But good luck on that. I, I hope it cashes for you. Um, by the way, uh, did we talk? I haven't been on since uh, last week about the Wander Franco situation. That's kind of crazy, don't you think? Yeah, I know that the, the there was some, um, 
it was on, another girl on, came out now yeah on on twitter or x or whatever you want to call it that he's yeah. kind of been hanging out or not i don't know kind of but i don't want to you know allegedly it's all alleged, alleged. Yeah, alleged, yeah it's all alleged that he's been hanging out with uh minors we'll put it that way and uh he's not with the Rays team right now and um i think that i think he's from the dominican republic if i'm not mistaken um, and that there have been at least two um, women that have come out and said that something has been up with Wander Franco. We'll we'll, we'll find yeah. out more details once you know the proper investigation and all that goes uh, kind of transpires. But he didn't travel with the team, right, to San Francisco? Didn't. No, he yeah. didn't. So I know they, they put him on the something. yeah they put him on the restricted list or restriction list, something like that. That's what it's yeah. called until they get more information about it. But um, I mean, if yeah, that if the, if we find out that's all true, man, the, the dude's a scumbag. Yeah, yeah, we we don't uh, agree with any of that. It, let's wait for all the facts to come out. But yeah, no, it, it just gets worse. You know, I, I, there was one girl, and then there was another, and now, like you said, there are multiple people, women, uh, in the Dominican Republic, his home country, saying there is some truth to it. So it, it's a shitty situation, and you know, I, I just I dropped him on my fantasy just because I can't have him. <laughs> I can't have him on my team if if that's actually yeah. true. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to see yeah. if you guys mentioned that. But yeah, outside of that, uh, hopefully uh, we got some other games going on tonight. Got a full slate, and then uh, yeah, everybody, good luck and uh, leave a review. We we haven't had a review in a while. Yeah, we did get a review in, but. Um... It was, was one it? star. So oh, wow. I th- no, no. So I think they were confused, and I, and um, this came in, and it, it came in. Let me I'm, – I'm trying to pull it up right now from where we get the list here. So um, it was by Sinstrosi. I'm probably butchering that. But the title says, My Guys. And it, it, he left one star, and I'm assuming that it was supposed to be five stars because the review says, by far my favorite spot for insights and picks. Mal, Munaf, Scott, Dylan, and Lante all provide valuable information and edges while still keeping the vibe lighthearted and fun. I tune in in any chance I can get to the YouTube live stream where the comment section is always hopping and let it ride. So, just by that token, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that he just <laughs> accidentally clicked the one star and and instead of supposed to be five star. But again, appreciate uh, yeah. all of our listeners leaving us a review um, and all the guys in the chat. Man, we say this, Randy, TV, DBJ. Um, you know, we have that uh, King Tuts in there, uh, Captain Sana when he can join us. Mark is a new face in there as well. Um, uh, LG pops in when he's canned as well. So appreciate all you guys that do join us in the chat again if you haven't left us a rating or review man please do so it really does help uh help us out hopefully it's a five-star review again we'll continue to shout them out on the pod as we do get them but uh yeah definitely do that uh if you guys can uh we'll be back tomorrow for the friday game same time as usual at five uh eastern time so join us then till then uh make sure to follow us on on twitter or x I still call it Twitter, but the official name is X at MLB SGPN. Uh, also, on, we're on Instagram as well, MLB Gambling Podcast uh, as well. And then uh, make sure to follow Dale24, and you can follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. All right, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.